Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 221 of this daily study podcast. Thank you for joining us as we uh, continue with our study of August 3rd to August the 9th, Alma 43-52, to uh, Stand Fast in the Faith of Christ. And today uh, we're continuing with a section titled, As I Strive to be Faithful Like Moroni, I'll Become More Like the Saviour. We're going to focus in uh, Alma chapter 48 today, uh, and there's a lot uh, in here to get through. Um, So, uh, and we are going to skip a few things just because there is not the time to cover everything in this fantastic chapter. In Alma 48 uh, verse 5, we read about how Amalekiah um, basically has gotten control of the Lamanites and he's planning to attack the Nephites. Uh, And in verse 5 it says, And thus he did appoint chief captains of the Zoramites, they being the most acquainted with the strength of the Nephites, and their places of resort, and the weakest parts of their cities. Therefore he appointed them to be chief captains over his armies. So obviously, Malachiah knows that uh, with Zoramites, they know the land, they know the Nephite people, they know the weaknesses of and the strengths of the land, uh, and so they are going to try and use this knowledge to uh, to fight against the Nephites. Uh, John A. Tevedniz uh, said this, quote, um, the Zoramites had likely been military leaders among Nephites prior to their defection to the Lamanites. In the same account, we learn that it was the Zoramite chief captains who had introduced shields, breastplates, and armor, to, or thick clothing, to the Lamanites. These implements had aided the Nephites during previous battles against the Lamanites, close quote. And so it is interesting to see this story unfold, that these these Nephites who had defected to the Lamanites likely were, some of them, part of the armies, uh, that had battled Zarahemna uh, and had conquered with the use of breastplates, armors, shields, and so on. Uh, so it's not a surprise that these Lamanites aided with the um, the knowledge of the defected dissenting Nephites or Zoramites um, gained great strength from this. And this is why there was such worry um, that, you know, the Zoramites were were going to be potentially moving over to the Lamanites. This is what uh, was trying to be avoided. Um, but in verse seven, this is where we switch now to Captain Moroni again. It says, now it came to pass that while Amalekiah had thus been obtaining power by fraud and deceit, Moroni, on the other hand, had been preparing the minds of the people to be faithful unto the Lord, get their God. And, you know, I think that in terms of ways that we see comparisons between Captain Moroni and Amalekiah, there are lots of them. Um, but this is just an obvious one, a clear, um, example of how, um, he um, was preparing them spiritually. He was preparing them in the things that mattered most. Uh, and I think that as we take that example of Captain Moroni, um, we are able to see just what we need to do in our lives to help us prepare for the storms and battles of life. Uh, in 48 verses 9 to 10, we, we start to read um, of what he did. Uh, and in their weakest fortifications, he did place the greater number of men, and thus he did fortify and strengthen the land which was possessed by the Nephites. And thus he was preparing to support their liberty, their lands, their wives, and their children, and their peace, that they might live unto the Lord their God, that they might maintain that which was called by their enemies the cause of Christians. And it's interesting how, um, you know, the, the clear mantra, the clear vision of Captain Moroni from that title of liberty is still there their liberty, their lands, their wives, their children, their peace. They're fighting for, you know, all those things still. Uh, and that's clearly something that has been driven. They had a vision rather than just doing the things they had to and 
um, you know, going through the motions, they had a clear vision of where they wanted to go. And that is a, an important lesson we learn about leadership is about vision is key uh, and is the first step before you go and make the plans and implement the plans. Uh, and Captain Moroni clearly understood this. Uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley said this, quote, we are a people of peace. We are the followers of Christ who was and is the Prince of Peace. But there are times when we will stand up for right and decency, for freedom and civilization, just as Moroni rallied his people in his day to the defense of their wives, their children, and the cause of liberty, close quote. And I guess one thing we can learn from Moroni is that, or Captain Moroni, I should say, let's not get the two confused, from Captain Moroni, is that it is right at times to stand up for and defend your beliefs, your your family, your land, whatever it is, it is right in some circumstances, although we should always seek for the peaceful solution. Um, Captain Roni demonstrates that sometimes that is not okay, that's not possible, particularly when you look at the other side and what Amalekai was doing. And in verse 11, we start to see this great few verses about Captain Moroni. It says, And Moroni was a strong and a mighty man. He was a man of perfect understanding, yea, a man that did not delight in bloodshed, a man whose soul did join the liberty and the freedom of his country and his brethren from bondage and slavery. Um, Thomas R. Valletta said this, quote, Mormon masterfully abridged the scriptural record about Moroni, demonstrating to his anticipated readers that this was a man most needed not only for his day, but only for our own. Captain Moroni endures as a model of courage and righteousness to many Latter-day Saints. In Mormon's view, Captain Moroni exemplified the model Nephite disciple of Christ. Implicit in Mormon's description of Moroni is the prophetic model of a man who understood the nature and value of covenant-making and keeping, close quote. And it, you know, it's no one, it's, it isn't any wonder uh, why Mormon, uh, who is obviously abridging this record, why Mormon named his son Moroni presumably after Captain Moroni, he was clearly so um, in awe of this great um, Nephite hero. And I think that one thing we need to remember is that, as has been mentioned already in the verses we've read, it's not just because he was a great tactical genius or a strong you know, military man. Those were part of his character. But straight away at the start of this chapter, we read that he was repairing the, the faith of the people. He clearly saw the importance of the spiritual fortifications in his life and in his people's life, as well as the physical ones, he saw to both of them because they were both necessary uh, to make sure that they could have success. In verse 17, again, skipping a few things, uh, it says, Yea, verily, verily, I say unto you, if all men had been and were ever would be like unto Moroni, behold, the very powers of hell would have been shaken forever. Yea, the devil would never have power over the hearts of the children of men. We quote this verse often when we're talking about Captain Moroni. We, talk, we quote this verse often when we are talking about what um, attributes and characteristics we should aim towards. But what we don't mention often is that actually it's not just Captain Moroni that is mentioned uh, in this verse. In fact, if you read verse 18, you'll read uh, after verse 17, Behold, he was a man like unto Ammon, the son of Mosiah, yea, and even the other sons of Mosiah, yea, and also Alma, and his sons, for they were all men of God. Um, you know, I think we, we often f focus our attention on Captain Moroni, and he is indeed a model, an example, and living more like and being more faithful like Moroni will bring us more to be more like the Saviour. But it's the same with Ammon. It's the same with the other sons of Mosiah. It's also the same with Alma the Younger, and also his sons. Um, 
you know, if if any men or women were to be like those uh, people as well in verse 18, then again, the, the powers of hell would be shaken forever. Um, it isn't just an attribute that is given to just Moroni, uh, Captain Moroni, I should say. Um, in verse 19, in fact, it reads, And now Helaman and his brethren were no less serviceable unto the people than was Moroni. Um, President Howard W. Hunter said this, quote, Even though Helaman was not as noticeable or conspicuous as Moroni, he was as serviceable. That is, he was as helpful or useful as Moroni. Not all of us are going to be like Moroni, catching the acclaim of our colleagues all day every day. Most of us will be quiet, relatively unknown folks who come and go and do our work without fanfare. To those of you who may find that lonely or frightening or just unspectacular, I say you are no less serviceable than your most spectacular of your associates. You too are part of God's army. Close quote. And I, I actually find this idea um, quite helpful, really, really you know, you know, good to know, because I often think about Captain Moroni, and I might think of some people in my life who are, you know, out there and you know, prevalent and great examples. And I might think, well, you know, I'm not like them. I, I, I can't be like them. But we don't necessarily have to be as fanfare and as out there and as forward as anyone else. We can be no less serviceable in our day, day-to-day actions and ministering that we do. Um, and I think that is certainly a great lesson to learn. Uh, chapter 49 is next, and I'm not going to be able to talk about any of that. And it's a shame because... There's all sorts of things in there about um, the fortifications that Moroni, Captain Moroni prepared and similar fortifications being found in ancient Mesoamerica around his time, which was brilliant. What I'll do is I'll share the know why about that in the, in the uh, Facebook group because it is really worth a good read. Um, but that is a shame. There's also, you know, a few tactics, military things and, uh, and things that go on with Moroni, Captain Moroni um, preparing well. Uh, there's so much in there that is well worth studying. So please do find that in your own time. I am going to share though in verse 30, uh, chapter 30, 49, verse 30, because it does bring us back to a, a story which we looked at last week, which is a wonderful um, conclusion for a particular person that we spoke about recently that had gone through a lot of difficulties, a lot of trials and made a lot of bad choices and they had to make some changes. And it was great to see this verse. It says, Yea, there was continual peace among them, and exceedingly great prosperity in the church because of their heed and diligence which they gave unto the word of God, which was declared unto them by Helaman, and Shiblon, and Corianton, and Ammon and his brethren, yea, and by all those who have been ordained by the holy order of God. So here we have Helaman, Shiblon, and Corianton, and it's great to see Corianton's name there. Again, it gives us this, uh, this impression and this reminder that no one is too far gone. And in fact, we're not only too far gone, but we can also be a great part of this work as well. Just as Corianton became, even you know, despite his his choices he made when he was younger, uh, it is a wonderful kind of reminder of him and a, a great um, thing to see that he had come back and was part of this great work. Thank you again for listening today. We've gone well over ten minutes again, but there's just so much in here. Uh, tomorrow we'll conclude with uh, chapters fifty uh, and fifty-one uh, about unity. And so um, 
hope you uh, join us for that. Thank you for listening. Please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I share a lot on there, one, usually one thing a day. Uh, and so it'd be great to see your discussions and your thoughts on there. And also there is the Facebook, um, the email, I should say, session at gmail.com. Please email if you're interested in joining me in a future podcast episode via Zoom. It's really easy. It'll be really easy to set up and it'd be great to hear from individuals who want to join in a future study session with me. Thank you for your listening and your time. And until we meet again.